0: what up p silly listeners welcome to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously the professionally silly podcast it's your audible boot thing amber smiles jones and this is a podcast where we shoot the shit where comedy can meet any topic we discuss so shout out to all my listeners new and loyal and I don't know if you guys can tell, but the audio is way better than it normally is. Guys, I just got my Sure MV7 microphone in the mail the other day. So hopefully I sound more clear, that the audio levels are better. I'm, I'm hoping that this will pretty much change <laughs> my entire podcast. So I am super excited about this. Anyways, guys, a lot has gone down, y'all. So I'm going to share something with you guys. Uh, I had a moment and uh, I was thinking about, well, to be honest with you, I was thinking about quitting podcasting and my YouTube channels and I really was. I was tired of being the quote unquote small creator. No one really noticed. At least that's how it felt. You know, it's very frustrating as a creator to feel like you're not growing, to feel like you're you're in the same spot you were the moment you started. You know what I mean? And to feel like maybe your content may not be as good as you thought, it bummed me out, man. It bummed me out. And I went down a self-doubting spiral. This will explain what I posted on the Professionally Silly Facebook group And, um, I, I took a look at my analytics and my, I noticed that my numbers dropped and it was, it was a noticeable drop, you know, and then boom, a negative bomb went off in my mind. And then I made, I made the mistake most of us make at some point of our lives. I started comparing myself to others. You know, this podcast was doing so much better than mine or blah, 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 whatever the fuck. And You know what they say about comparison, it is the thief of joy, y'all, it really is. And so anyways, I shared uh, how I was feeling on my personal Facebook page and a few friends shared with me that they listened to the show, they watched my videos, a few explained why as well. And uh, what they told me moved me, it really did. I I won't share the details of what was said because this was probably very personal for them. Uh, But what she said inspired me to keep going, to keep trying. And I share this with you because maybe you have felt or are feeling something similar to this or, you know, I don't know. All I can say is, is that the future is still unknown and anything can happen at any time. We all need to give ourselves a break and enjoy the ride, you know, the reason the ups feel so good is because we all know what the downs feel like, if that makes any sense. And, and that's kind of amazing when you think about it. So I'm here in your ear sharing some silly and maybe even some aha moments. And, um, I, and I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. So on with the show today, I have some silly for you. We have some, um, some not-so-shocking story about Dana White that I want to share with you, the uh, president of the UFC, him. Logan Paul has pissed some people off once again and more so buckle up this episode is about to be crazy Uh, pictures can be found on the podcast instagram at it's pro silly and don't forget to check out the professionally silly podcast group on facebook as well we do have a little have some conversations regarding the uh regarding the episodes and the podcasts and all that there so come and check us out as always before we get into the silly do me a favor and leave a five star and written review on whichever platform that you're listening to. Hook up your audible booth thing with the opportunity to earn more listeners. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and download episodes so you can get pro silly with me without needing Wi Fi or data. So, I guess we'll start the episode with this. Is beating your wife in public the smart thing to do? Let's talk about it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Daddy. Okay, that was a hell of a teaser, wasn't it? Um, I told you guys, audible clickbait. That's my new thing, okay? So anyway, so let's talk about Dana White. If you are not familiar with him, he's the president of the UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Now, for those of you who are curious, his net worth is about five hundred million dollars. But today, we're not going to talk about his money or even the UFC. Well, we might. But anyways, what we're talking about today is what happened when Dana was in Cabo San Lucas uh, at a nightclub with his wife, Anne. So on New Year's Eve, they were getting turned up like many of us do on New Year's Eve. Okay. That's not a surprise there. However, an incident occurred where they ended up having their own UFC fight and of course, Because we live in a time where everyone has phones with cameras in them. Uh, Yeah, this was recorded and immediately posted on the internet. Now, I can't share this video on social media because Facebook and Instagram be tripping. And they will ban pages for anything that goes against their guidelines. They kind of pick and choose what goes against their guidelines. But anyways, it's easy to find if you Google it or look it up on Twitter. So the video starts off with Dana holding Anne's fist it looks like she probably tried to hit him before whoever was recording uh, the video got a chance to actually hit record so then there's a jump shot to Ann bending over the balcony resting her head in her hands she looks drunk and she looks over it okay so she just looks really super annoyed so Dana comes up behind her and says something to her And reaches for her arm now she gets up and screams something at him and then brought her hand up from the gates of hell and introduced it to dana's face i don't know what he said to her but that was it and shit got real from there now dana after he was slapped he was shocked for like a second you know, he kind of had a look on his face like, no, this bitch did not just hit me the fuck, you know? So he then uh, responded by slapping her back. She received this slap like a champ. I won't lie. She w- <laughs> she did not appear to be phased and was ready to step into the cage with Dana. All right. She was ready, y'all. So anyways, people were ho- people were holding her back, but she still managed to get her hands on him and the two of them go at it for a few and both had to be held back by people around them. So I saw the video on tmz.com. It was about 45 seconds of a video. But y'all, when I tell you so much went down in 45 seconds, okay? And let me just also say this I do not condone men hitting women at all. I don't. But I also do not condone women hitting men. And then expecting them to just take that shit either, okay? Because some women will slap a man, and he won't do nothing, and she'll continue to physically assault him. And they expect them, they expect these men to just stand there and take these blows. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's right. You know what I'm saying? If anybody comes towards you, male or female, and they continue to assault you, yo, know, you have a right to defend yourself. You know, I'm, I'm that's that's just there is a way to draw the line, defending yourself and just being abusive, those are two different things. Okay, that's just where I stand on that boat. Um, I do believe that they are both wrong as fuck and people should keep their fucking hands to themselves. That I do believe that. <laughs> now these, I will say this, these two knuckleheads, they have three children. This video has gone viral, so you know they saw this video, their children saw this video before their parents even had time to sober up and have the talk that they clearly needed to have Because, you know, it sucks to be a kid and then have your parents all over the Internet for something like that. We have to be careful what we do in these streets. Everyone has cameras and instant access to the Internet. And a lot of us, we have families, jobs and lives attached to us, you know. So please don't let alcohol or emotions fuck up your shit. Because look what happened to Will Smith. There are people out there who still hate him, people who refuse to work with him. I don't necessarily agree with that because I feel like we should be over that by now. We we weren't the ones that got slapped. Chris Rock was. So how he feels is what really matters here. That's that's just my opinion on that. Side note, whose net worth do you think is higher, Dana White or Will Smith? Now, I feel like I got to I got to go with Dana White only because of like the business side of things. There are so many ways to make money with the UFC it's a huge corporation and the fights themselves won the sponsorships the merchandise the marketing all kinds of stuff plus I believe that he probably gets a little bit of everybody's check you know (laughs) I don't know but actors they kind of need to double check and understand the contracts that they're signing in order to make real money because remember what I told you guys a while back about Tom Cruise making 100 million dollars for the movie Maverick, Homeboy knew to, he knew exactly what kind of contract that he wanted. He's he's legit the highest paid actor of twenty twenty two for sure. I feel like his net worth is definitely higher than Dana than Dana White's. But I'm about to ask Alexa because that bitch knows everything. Alexa, what is Dana White's net worth?
1: Dana White is worth an estimated five hundred million U S dollars. Base salary is twenty million U S dollars.
0: Oh shit, they just said his salary is about 20 million US dollars. That's like a year. That's annual. Holy shit. Alexa, what is Will Smith's net worth?
1: Will Smith is worth an estimated 350 million US dollars.
0: 350 million US dollars. All right, so now I'm curious about Tom Cruise. Let's ask her. Alexa, what is Tom Cruise's net worth?
1: Tom Cruise is worth an estimated 600 million
0: US dollars. See, that's what I thought. Ooh, it sounds like his annual uh, salary is about 50 million U.S. dollars. So he's doing good. See, I I guess just right. So it goes Tom Cruise, Dana White, Will Smith. Don't get me wrong. All three men are rich as fuck. But I just, I was curious about that. Okay. These are the important things that we have to ask ourselves. Who's worth more? (laughs) Dana has spoken out about what happened. So here's what
1: he had to say. Dana... Why don't you just tell us what happened that night, what happened leading up to that video? Well, I'm in Cabo, Mexico, uh, you know, for the holidays with my family, and my wife and I were out Saturday night on New Year's Eve, and, you know, unfortunately, that's what happened. I'm, I'm one of the guys, you know, you've heard me say for years, there's never, ever an excuse for a guy to put his hands on a woman, and now here I am on, on TMZ talking about it, but my wife and I have been married for almost 30 years. We've known each other since we were 12 years old. We've obviously been through some shit together, and uh, we've got three kids. And, you know, this is one of those situations that's horrible. Uh, I'm embarrassed, but it's also one of those situations that is, uh, you know, right now, we're more concerned about our kids. You know, we, we have three kids. We're more focused on our family right now. People are going to have opinions uh, on this. And then and, and most of the people's opinions would be right. And especially in, in my case, you don't put your hands on a woman ever. You were at a place in Cabo that, um, where alcohol flows. And th- there was definitely a lot of alcohol involved, but that's, that's no excuse. I literally am making no excuses for this thing at all. It's never happened before. It's the first time that it's ever happened. And people are going to say what they're going to say. It's, it's it's just is what it is. And and, and whatever people do say, uh, it's deserved. I deserve it. It, it, it happened. I, I don't know why it happened. And, uh, you know, my wife and I have apologized to each other. We've apologized to our kids. And right now, what we're more concerned about are our kids and, and taking care of our family. In the video, the video that we, we've seen, it seems like this... What started and was over in less than a minute. We don't haven't seen any video beyond that. Is it fair to say that this ended? How did this situation end? That that was the beginning of it and the end of it. And, uh, and we've been married for almost 30 years, so we're we're obviously best friends. We had too much to drink, and whatever happened that night happened. But yeah, that, it was it was that was it. And it was done. Dana, the final thing. Um, you say whatever happened that night happened. Do you remember it? <laughs> No. No, I don't I don't remember a lot. So, um, yeah. No. We're just worried about um our family and focused on on our kids right now. But but me and my wife are cool. We're we're good.
0: Okay. So, he did seem to take accountability slapping his wife. He understands that what he did was wrong. We get that. But the thing that's really bothering everyone is that there doesn't really appear to be any punishment for his actions and he's a trained fighter he who was head of the ufc and he fought his wife in public and then nothing happened will smith slapped someone once and was banned from the oscars for like 10 years i'm just saying okay some people they ain't too happy with that and and there there are even some ufc fighters who are appalled that he got away with this type of behavior now according to com, which by the way Uh, the interview you just heard was uh, coming from TMZ. But anyways, according to TheGuardian.com, Dana, uh, he had decided that he's already being punished. He said, and I quote, here's my punishment. I have to walk around for however long I live, and this is how I'm labeled now, he said. My other punishment is that I'm sure a lot of people, whether it be media, fighters, friends, acquaintances, who had respect for me, might not have respect for me now there is a lot of things i have to deal with the rest of my life that way more of a punishment than what i take a 30 day or 60 day absence end quote what kind of shit is that (sighs) That that's crazy there is a retired ufc fighter ramsey naheem i hope i said his name correctly shared his experience uh with being suspended for nine months from the UFC. And this is what he tweeted on January 11th, 2023. So at Ramsey Naheem says, when I, was res- when I was suspended for nine months for weed, I think the better punishment would have been, that's the punishment, commissioners being known as a weed user. I have to live with that for the rest of my life. <laughs> that's when he tweeted and it got over like a million views. Now, I mean, he kind of has a point, Fam, Dana beat his wife on camera, and then nothing happens. Now, I understand that she hit him first, blah, blah, blah. I understand that. But what happened later was crazy, and then the way it it continued was crazy. Ramsey smokes some weed and gets suspended for nine months. Weed isn't an enhancement drug. If anything, it probably made him break his diet and eat some Oreos and some Big Macs, and then he didn't make weight. Maybe that, but... Dana embarrassed himself, his family and the UFC, but it's cool because he's, he's being labeled, man. It must be nice to be rich and white, man. That shit must be amazing. (laughs) God damn it. Anyways, keep your hands to your fucking self. That's, that's what, that's what we're going to end this particular subject with. Next up, a Damar Hamlin update. It's the professionally silly podcast. Okay, I got to tell you, it is nice to have some good news to share. So Damar Hamlin has been discharged from Buffalo Hospital. And uh, for those who don't know who he is, he is a football player for the Buffalo Bills in the NFL. He is now on the road to a full recovery, which is amazing news. Because I have to say, I saw the video of uh, of him collapsing uh, after a tackle in the middle of a game. And uh, it it was a very scary, scary moment, and for him to have cardiac arrest at the age of twenty-four—not one, but two of them—that uh, that was that was a very scary thing to witness. I can only imagine what his what his friends and family and teammates are uh, have been going through, you know, this last week or so. So he is now on the on the road to uh, for a full recovery. And the entire country saw this young man go down. Uh, He went through a series of medical evaluations, you know, neurological, cardiac and vascular testing, all of those things occurred, which of course, you know, makes sense. Because he 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 did have a heart attack at such a young age, Uh, CPR had to be performed on him on the field. So that's that's a lot. So they need to make sure that he's good. Now, he has been discharged from the hospital and will be able to continue his recovery with friends and family. Now, I, I, I have no idea when or if he will play football again anytime soon. I, I don't know. But I, I certainly hope that he will get the opportunity to do so. Shout out to Damar Hamlin and his team. Yo, And I got to tell you, Buffalo Bills have been kicking a lot of ass. So <laughs> I think his team is inspired and uh, they want to make their, their teammate, their brother uh, proud. Next up on social media is an uproar over Logan Paul. Yet again, let's talk about why it's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Every single time. I start to like Logan Paul or have respect for him or anything positive coming from me towards Logan Paul, something else pops up. The man can't help himself. Social media influencer turned WWE wrestler, apparently, is in the news again. And let me explain. Now, I only liked him when I thought that he might fight Andrew Tate. And that was the only time I mentioned this before. That was the only time I ever was hoping that He will be the one to knock someone else out, you know, because of all the horrible things that Tate has done. Take a listen to last week's podcast episode. Uh, She twerked on a serial killer, that episode, to get the deets on that. That was a fun episode. So this time, Logan Paul is being labeled by social media as a horrible person, yet again, but because of an email leak and not just that, another leak about what happened to his teacup pig or his mini pig that he once bought. So I came across the Twitter page at Deaf Noodles, Def is spelled D-E-F, and then the word noodles, at Deaf Noodles on my timeline. And I had actually never even heard of this Twitter page before. It just kind of popped up, suggested to me on Twitter. So anyways, about uh, two years ago, he bought himself a pig named Pearl. Now, I believe that she was a mini pig, but she grew to be big as fuck. Now, a lot of people think teacup pigs and many mini, mini pigs are gonna stay small forever. That is not the case. This pig was found abandoned and near death by the Gentle Barn organization. So, what I'm gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and go through this Twitter thread here, and we're gonna go ahead and check this out together. So at Deaf Noodles shared. Uh, a tweet that says Logan Paul's pig Pearl found nearly dead, abandoned and maimed. Absolutely disgusting. And in that tweet uh, that was tweeted on January 9th, there is a, um, a screenshot of something that Logan Paul tweeted a while back. And uh, it says here, I bought Pearl over a year ago. I was told she was a mini pig. She is not. And then there is a photo of him. Uh, i guess feeding his pig and she's she's big as hell (laughs) she is big as hell also attached to that tweet is something that it looks like something that was posted from the gentle barn tiktok page or maybe instagram page i can't tell which one but it's a screenshot and it says the gentle barn pearl was found alone in a field next to another pig who had passed away she came to us with with tattered ears and a potentially life-threatening infection in her uterus that has since been healed. She's clearly been through so much trauma that we can't begin to imagine, but she's now safe with us at the Gentle Barn. From what we've been told, it's believed she was purchased originally from a breeder by an influencer. People often buy mini pigs or teacup pigs for clout online, believing, believing they will stay small. When they inevitably grow very large and have many unexpected needs, they're sadly discarded. While we don't know everything she's been through in her past, we know her life is now filled with friends, nutritious foods, and the highest quality care and so much love. So that is what the uh the gentle bar the gentle barn shared on their social media. Then in the thread. At Deaf Noodles, they go ahead and uh, share a video of Logan Paul's pig, Pearl, being rescued. And I got to tell you, it's a very touching video. It's also really sad, you know, and and the fact that she was found uh, near next to another dead pig you know, another pig that was dead. Oh, it just breaks your heart. Pearl is doing fine. But Logan Paul emailed the sanctuary and that email got leaked. So this is also being shared on at Deaf Noodles, uh, this thread here. That's an interesting name, Deaf Noodles. Anyways, I can share this, the, the screenshot of this email at the uh, It's Pro Silly Instagram if you want to go ahead and check that out. But it reads here, an email from Logan Paul to Gentle Barn. Dear Gentle Barn, it, it was just brought to my attention that a pig I owned nearly two years ago. Uh, there we go already. He's already putting himself he's distancing himself from it uh, that i owned nearly two years ago pearl was rescued and rehomed by your organization with every ounce of gratitude i have thank you pearl lived very happily at my home in encino for about two years she was treated like a she was treated like the princess she is bathed regularly ate a variety of healthy meals roamed the yard and had a shelter and pen of her own i'd even sleep with her sometimes You'll come to find she's very, uh, she's a very friendly pig and loves to cuddle. When I moved to Puerto Rico in April 2020, she was unable to come with me, so she was rehomed at a horse ranch in Santa Clarita. From my understanding, she lived fruitfully there for about 10 months until the homeowner moved as well. Pearl was then rehomed to the farmer across the street with the promise of care. I've heard that he called your organization to pick her up. It's shocking and heartbreaking to hear the state that she was found. I wanted to reach out personally and say thank you for taking her in. For what it's worth, I'd love to send a token of my gratitude to your organization for taking Pearl in and doing something so kind. I thought she was, I thought she was at a good home, but regardless, she is now. And I'd like to contribute to her care again. I can't thank you enough for stepping in. Please let me know how else I can be supportive. Best, Logs. All right. So Logan has responded to this. And I got to say, there's not really much more that he could have done. You know, he moved. He couldn't take the pig with him. I don't know why. Maybe there's some sort of law rules that you can't take a pig or, or, or an animal that size. With you out of I don't know dude I, I don't know I'm trying to be an advocate devil's advocate here because i I don't really know why, but uh this is just kind of sad though you know what I mean this is just really sad, and he did explain what happened, and he did take the proper steps to rehome the animal and into a loving home. And he thought that he did do that. He had no way of knowing that, that what that person's future was going to be. The person who he rehomed the animal to. My real issue, honestly, is with social media influencers buying animals for clicks and views. So many influencers or content creators or whatever the fuck you want to call them do shit like this for money. Once an animal has done their part of making the money, a lot of influencers just abandon the animal and keep it moving. And, and it's not just influencers that do that shit. Everybody does that shit. People buy pets with absolutely no research on the animal or how to properly care for the animal. And uh, that, that's one of the reasons why there's so many pythons and other reptiles all over the fucking place, because people think it's cool to have one until it gets too damn big and, and then they release it into the wild after it's already been domesticated. <laughs> you no. Know? And sometimes they release them into the wild that they can't even survive in because they didn't do any fucking research about the animal. So people do the same thing with dogs and cats too. They don't get them neutered or spaded and then they get pregnant and they just drop off a box of puppies and kittens somewhere on the side of the road. Like it's crazy. Now I'm, I'm not saying that what Logan Paul, um, that's what Logan Paul did. I'm not saying that. Although I do believe he purchased a, He probably purchased the pig for views and thought the pig would stay small. I do believe, I also believe that when he moved to Puerto Rico, he probably really couldn't take Pearl with him and he did find her another home. I'm just annoyed with people who get animals and then get tired of them and then abandon them. I mean, to be honest with you, that's how I ended up with that turtle when I was in LA and my cat, Samantha. Now, you know, someone abandoned them and I took them in. Now I've, I found Leon the turtle um, another home, and and I saw that I saw where she was being housed, and met all her other little turtle friends that she would be staying with. So I know I knew that she was safe, and I knew that she would be happier uh, where she currently is. I knew she'd be way happier than she would have been inside of my studio apartment. And <laughs> she now has a, a man-made pond and a yard and all kinds of shit and other turtles to play with, you know. Which by the way, if you're interested, I'll put the links to the vlogs that I made with Leon the turtle when I found her all the way up to you know her new home where she is right now if you're interested the links will be down below and, and my cat Sammy and I we're still together I mean <laughs> I just need people to do better with how they treat you know their animals if you bring them into your home you are not responsible for that life so don't be a dick asshole Speaking of assholes, uh, next up, an Am I the Asshole segment. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. So I came across this on Reddit and I was shocked and annoyed. And I, I, I really do enjoy debating the Am I the Asshole stories with people. So this is coming from a 24-year-old female who has a boyfriend who is 28 years old. So she, it reads here. So my boyfriend is really protective over his furniture, and I assume it's because they're white. This really shows when I'm on my period. My boyfriend does humiliating things like placing sheets on all the chairs and lounges, and I feel like if I were to leak, I'd just leak through the sheets anyway. And and then he makes me sleep in the guest bedroom on the first two days of my period, my heaviest days. And then he asked me about when was the last time I changed my tampon. I'm a grown woman who has had her period since the age of 12. I don't need somebody to remind me to change a tampon. When he does this, I just feel embarrassed and it gives me the vibe that he cares more about materialistic objects than me. I'm not even allowed to cuddle with him during my period. He acts like I'm just gushing like a waterfall or something. I started my period yesterday, and as I expected, the sheets come out. I decided to put my foot down and take all the sheets off the furniture, which got my boyfriend irritated, to which I told him that he needs to stop treating me like a leaking juice box. (laughs) Jesus Christ. She goes on to say, He's saying that I have no right to prevent him from keeping his expensive expensive furniture clean and that I'm the one acting like a jerk. I need to know. Am I the asshole? First of all, no, she's fucking not the asshole. He is. Treating your girlfriend like a dog is not the solution. Let me tell you something. We as women are always aware and constantly checking to make sure we don't bleed on shit. That is like our worst Fear every fucking month. I can't tell you how many times I'll randomly come up to someone that I know and trust, like, "Hey, look at my butt. Do you see anything?" Like, (laughs) we're terrified of that. We don't need the people in our lives acting like this. It's an insecurity that we already have. But if this dude is is this weird about it, then don't buy white furniture. Because if he wants a woman in his life, guess what? They're gonna have periods. And they may not enjoy being treated like a puppy who's being potty trained yeah okay yeah leaks can happen it's happened to me too and it's the worst but look i feel like he's got two choices here either stop buying white furniture or start dating men i don't (laughs) because this is going we will continue to bleed every month it's not something that we can help it's just how mother nature does things we don't agree with it either if i didn't have to have a period i would love that oh i would love that so much (laughs) but it is just how nature is this dude is the asshole not her and i i I say she dumps him and finds a guy who has common sense to treat her like a human and not a puppy in potty training it's the professionally silly podcast Okay, so I came across a new podcast that I want to share with you guys. I honestly didn't realize it existed till about maybe about a month ago was when I realized it, it was a podcast. The Sis Let Me Tell You podcast. If you like gossip, helpful advice, and a good time, then this is the podcast for you. Jazz and Jess are my twin cousins, but y'all know I don't promote anything I don't enjoy. I have many other people in my life that I personally know who have projects that I do not discuss for a reason. (laughs) So, shout out to Jazz and Jess for jumping headfirst into this podcasting world. It's a lot of work, a lot of fun, and I think you two are kicking ass. Here is the Sis Let Me Tell You podcast trailer. Hey there, it's Jess and Jazz. We're twins. And we host Sis Let Me Tell You podcast. We talk about celebrity gossip, personal stories, and addictive alternating segments every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on all streaming platforms. We have a good ass time. We really do. (laughs) We'll catch y'all on Tuesday. See ya. If there is anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's most people are idiots oh it's just that's the truth most people are idiots oh and keep your hands to yourself and maybe think before you act and react. Cameras are everywhere. You could go viral for something that you don't want to go viral for. I'm just saying, professionally silly life rules, people. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, subscribe to this podcast, whatever platform that you're using. Also, do your girl a favor and leave a five star and written review on this podcast on whichever platform that you're listening on, because it's way more helpful than you think. If this is your first time listening, come back and join in on the silly and binge all the episodes you haven't heard yet. And also, don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. Don't be hogging all the silly to yourself. So y'all be selfish. Try to be selfless. Share some giggles. <laughs> Don't forget to check out the uh, podcast Twitter and Instagram at It's Pro Silly, I T S P R O S I L L Y. And of course, check out the Professionally Silly Pod Group on Facebook. If you have any drama or stories that you want to share, any experiences, anything like that, maybe you need some advice or you want the opinion of the P Silly listeners on something, email me at It's Professionally Silly at gmail.com. Go ahead and send those in. You can also leave me a message or text my Google Voice number at 805-664-1828. If you would like to be anonymous, please be sure to let me know when you contact me. And we will take care of that. By the way, if you aren't aware, if you listen to this podcast on Spotify or on Anchor, there is a Q&A section where you can share your opinion on the episode or whatever the question that's posted there. This week, the question is, do you think that woman is the a-hole for going off on her boyfriend for treating her like a leaky juice box? And is he the a-hole for, for, for being concerned or only his furniture let me know in the q a section or on the professionally silly podcast facebook group i do finally have some q a question responses for my last two episodes and i'm super excited to share with you so from the episode <laughs> yeah i don't know how the fuck i come up with these titles it's so crazy so from the episode yo your nipples are dead inside uh, that episode <laughs> I asked, what do you think about this episode? And Scott responded. He said, it was funny and I liked it. Now, he didn't use exclamation points like like the tone that I just used here, but I'm pretty sure he meant to. Thank you so much for uh, responding, Scott, and for listening. I really appreciate you. And we also have one from the She Twerked on a Serial Killer episode that was last week. I swear. These titles are crazy. I asked, what do you think about this episode? And Belle responded, I thought this episode was tits. Love the randomness. First of all, I love that because I actually stole that from uh, I Said Goddamn podcast. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Stacey. Hey, bitches. Anywho, I um, they would say, oh, that shit was titties. And that means it's a good thing. So I used to say that for a while. I haven't said it in a minute, but I'm bringing it back. You were absolutely right. That episode was tits. shout out to scott and bell for responding to my q a questions be sure to check out the show notes for some bonus information like my social media i've included my link tree which has the links to all my most used social media platforms tiktok instagram twitter my youtube channels and more and it's all in one spot Also, for those of you who are interested in writing or sending things, maybe letters, what have you, my P.O. Box is Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia 30250. You can send me anything that you want at all and I will open them and I'll be sure to share a video of me unboxing these things on my YouTube channel, Professionally Silly, and that way you can enjoy me and my silly visually. Once again, I'm your Audible boot thing Amber Smiles-Jones, and thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. I'll leave you with this. If Google matched people by their browsing history, it would be the greatest online dating website of all. Shit makes you think, don't it? Yo, it's silly out here.